you when we're already talking about blowjobs. <laughs> we're um, in it. Yeah. We're we're balls deep yeah. in this conversation. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> so a good blowjob like requires enthusiasm. I don't think you're gonna get that from like a sex worker, really, right? Like they're just trying to like finish you quickly. Are they enthusiastic? Probably not. Well, I think if you if you're a high class escort and you pay, I don't know how much they cost, but if you pay like two thousand dollars an hour, I think uh, you should expect a good blowjob. No, I mean, I I suppose, yeah, I wouldn't know. <laughs> Do you think they take classes? They should. <laughs> they should. Do you think they're like <laughs> in the back room somewhere, just like deep throating dildos <laughs> in like a lecture? I don't know, but I mean, isn't that something that women teach themselves, you know, independently of their if they're whores or not? Like, how do you <laughs> how do you deep throat a banana, or like, like how do you do this, and you know, how do you peg a man, and you know, right, all these right. things. You know, don't you don't you girls talk? Is it what you girls talk about in the toilet of a disco? You know, why why are you <laughs> pretending to? You know, it's like uh... aren't these the aren't these the topics that you girls talk about? No uh i mean i think that <laughs> you'd have to you'd have to be a certain kind of inebriated to be talking about that like in the bathroom of a club or whatever <laughs> but, uh, you know a little nose candy would like help a person open up about that <laughs> typically it's it's messy messy girls who have like entirely missed the toilet bowl with their urine stream no, but, and, like... okay but okay so let's let's take away the the the, the disco toilet but i mean uh, you know the <laughs> I I mean I remember like my 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 ex Spanish girlfriend she because like Spain is Catholic, and mm. so they had like this big thing every, every, once a month where they just showed off their new instruments, their new toys, and were like kind of explaining what they're doing with it, and everybody was like, oh, it was, it was like a girly oh, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would presume that you know women in the inner cycle. <laughs> you know talk about these intimate techniques and how they work and how how things are going to be applied and stuff like that definitely definitely mostly we talk about like oh this thing happened like oh i was like pegging my man from behind and i was so into it and it got so sweaty that like sweat started like dripping off of my face onto his back and then it was just so hot and like his back looked so good that i just like licked a long line up his spine right. <laughs> of my own sweat stuff like that we mostly like it's not it's like less technical and more poetical <laughs> right okay so <laughs> let's talk about it so um squirting right i wanted <laughs> you know, nice segue nice segue <laughs> yes yes i wanted to talk about squirting because i had i had just a, i was on a party you know last saturday and and the conversation uh kind of tilted in that direction i was like oh that that's something that i should discuss with Marsha because <laughs> um you know she probably has some insights into this <laughs> because because um and I'm, I'm being completely honest here so when i was 18 25 the thing didn't exist right Sporting? at least no yeah at least my world i i don't know if it exists existed in in general but then uh you know with the internet and pornography suddenly i mean all the girls that i was with you know nobody talked about this nobody experienced this and then the internet came and then the internet pornography and suddenly around 2005 maybe 2008 you began to see these videos on 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 the on the website that girls were like you know, <laughs> yeah. pushing it out, and everybody was, oh no, they they put water in and 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 squeeze it out and whatever, mm -hmm. and and then a couple of years later, every girl does it, and I mean more girls than not, you know, and and it's like, oh no, I have to completely, uh, you know, wash my bed <laughs> stuff again <laughs> because it's like that's that's now a normal <laughs> thing. Um, and it's super weird because it's like, uh, I mean, it's not water. It's not piss, obviously. Um, but there is this weird thing going on. Um, from my point of view, it's, it's co-adaptive, it's co-evolution. So, you know, it's like, 
maybe they were able to do it before the internet, but they kind of didn't or didn't show it or didn't know to, how to exit, access mm. it. Mm -hmm. And then they saw it in the internet and then they kind of discovered it. And then, then the knowledge about how as a woman, because a woman kind of explained to me how to do it and that you have, I mean, I, I hope we will talk about this because as I understand the, the better it works, the more secure she is that it's not piss and that she can relax, you know, and in her mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Yeah. And so, and then obviously it's just the vaginal secretion that is going on overdrive basically, but it's, yeah. it's super weird because it's, um, it's so weird because it's, it's not just a little pint or, you know, a little kind of thing. It's, it's, it's enormous it's a lot <laughs> really lot. and yeah. so especially if you if, if if you're fucking a girl you know while she's like on the counter or standing and then it's like everything you, you're standing in the puddle of water <laughs> and then you taste it and it's like oh no that's not piss no you know mm -hmm. um but there's a weird um co-evolution going on that you know that women kind of ad adopt to pornography in a kind of way and discover that and doing that so right yeah i, I think that... with the, i leave you with my squirting <laughs> of this topic and now you can... <laughs> now no, I... I have to make something of it yeah <laughs> typical typical male <laughs> so uh squirting i don't i don't think squirting came into sort of like popular uh consciousness or whatever through porn it was actually around in like the kind of tantric communities and <clears throat> excuse me in uh like anybody that was trying to find out how to like have really good sex i think for i i think that i've found i found like these zines do you know about zines mm -hmm. like no. self-published uh so a zine is like like a magazine like, right, like right. self-published magazine yes mm -hmm. self-published magazine and like you would you would send away like um, a self-addressed stamped envelope to like this p.o box and like uh, with like a dollar or whatever and then you would get back a zine <clears throat> excuse me and like uh when I was kind of um like coming into consciousness as like a, you know a, a differentiated human being uh there was like still the tail end of the riot girl culture kind of that really wild like uh feminism and there were a lot of zines and some of them started to talk about sex in a really open way and among my like uh companions i like i had this punk band and stuff and and we were like really connected to the feminist scene and there was this book uh, circulating called our bodies ourselves and it's a feminist like uh basically body manual for women it was a really interesting book and it talked about squirting like it talked about various kinds of bodily secretions like the entire structure of the inside of the vulva vagina everything and it talked about the the two glands on the other side of on either side of what's called the g-spot and like how to access that and like how to make yourself squirt if you want to like it's possible right. to, to do that too and so i i, I definitely don't i wouldn't put that at the at the feet of like porn at all i think porn appropriated it because maybe like somebody came across a girl that could squirt and decided like oh this is hot as hell this is like physical evidence of a woman's being turned on or or whatever right so okay I mean? so but okay so two two uh, thoughts on that because we're talking about the same time here roughly no we're mm -hmm. talking uh, you know about a time between 2008 and let's say 2015 right where it really pushed into public consciousness like right? i'm talking about the early noughties like the like 2003 4 5 all right okay so but yeah. that's perfectly fine because again okay. in the 90s of, of the last century that was not not an issue right and, okay. and 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 so okay and the other thing is i i would presume that you're right um in a, in a sense that there were um women that kind of get, got the zines but i don't think that was the majority of them no 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 i just think that there, it was a time that um I, it's likely that the majority of women came to it through like either through accessing pornography i'm just saying that like i wouldn't i wouldn't call like that initial like the the kind of like grassroots consciousness of of this thing i right. wouldn't say that that came from porn but yeah i think porn made it popular spread it around like made made more men and women understand i have no i was. have no i have no 
uh, beef with this you know no yeah. no because yeah. like i it's like sure probably from tantra or or, or some super aware uh, <laughs> groups that were using with drugs and saying oh no when we when we do it this way when we, <laughs> then that will happen <laughs> you know yeah, and yeah, so yeah. and everybody was surprised probably imagine imagine the first woman you know squirting on a guy i mean that must have been pretty <laughs> that must have been pretty funny you know the first time i'm sure like, i'm sure she was embarrassed and i'm sure everybody thought it was urine or whatever right and that that's yeah. like that's never uh. but uh no i mean and and there, there was like a lot of conversation i remember a friend of mine who uh like in kind of or in our early 20s no, she was she was a bit older anyway so she'd she'd like had this encounter with a polyamorous couple or whatever <laughs> and like she was mostly interested in the wife she was like i think like you know 80 percent lesbian <laughs> like with a little bit of allowance for for some phallus but um so she told me that she'd she'd had this encounter with them that they like they took her home and uh that the guy ended up fucking her and making her squirt like immediately basically like he just like a few jabs and like she was like gushing and she felt like kind of like it was a party trick. Like he was like showing her that he knew what to do to her body. Like it wasn't for her in itself a pleasurable thing. Right. Like it was it felt more like her body was being kind of like like mechanically manipulated to like release the squirt. Right. Right. OK, so OK, so explain it from a female <laughs> perspective um <laughs> so is it is that because that was my question is this not yeah. intrinsically connected to the female orgasm isn't it no no it doesn't no because doesn't you can use it as a party trick right yeah yeah absolutely it, it, orgasm is not like a, a kind of presupposed in in the in the act of like squirting like it's possible to make yourself squirt it's possible for you to make a female lover squirt without her really experiencing orgasm but how much does it add to the orgasm when you squirt? Uh, it makes it feel really out of control. And that can be really great. Or it can be very like... <laughs> um... Because because you girls like it when it gets animalistic. Yeah, true. <laughs> but does it, No, yeah. But does it change the intensity of the, of the orgasm? It changes the shape of the orgasm. Like it makes you peak really hard, like and really fast. So if right. you if you're going into the exchange uh wanting like some slow, drawn out like waves of of uh, orgasm, right. and then and then you're you find yourself like with like a peak that that you, like you know you're getting you're getting jabbed in in the G spot. First of all, it feels leading up to it, it feels kind of uncomfortable. Like it actually feels like there there's definitely times that I've been like. Uh, almost wanting to like get away from it like wanting to like kick him off or whatever and uh and in that action like in like the kind of contraction of like get the fuck off of me that's when i'll like have an orgasm and squirt <laughs> and and how do you sync that up your orgasm and and the waves for squirting well, you know, because so because yeah. you have to sync it up in a kind of way no Right. Well, it it again, it's like it it gets kind of like ripped out of your control, to be honest. Like it's basically at that point, my body's doing what it's doing. It's not my like my mind is connected and only so far as I'm like feeling the the sensation and I'm feeling the the orgasm. But it's again, it's like a super, super hard orgasm. Like it feels like every every part of your like you know every part of your like clitoral and all the erectile tissues that women have that are analogous to male ones are getting like slammed that's what it feels like yeah, yeah. so not not but friendly it... not like nice friendly like we're connected we're like but it like animalistic and and really out of control yeah yeah but again that's you know what your girl's <laughs> looking for you know that it gets Sometimes no but not, no, not no no but me it's like me i like it too you know when when there's this moment where um, the libido or the id or whatever you want to call it just takes control and you're not yeah. in this in this you know uh, 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 ego problem solving you kind of try to get into the state but you you yeah you you um, fall into the more primitive <laughs> yeah yes movements yes. of uh, patterns of movement you know and so yes. Yeah. Sorry, my leg is shaking now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, yes, so that's, that's so, right. but you know, also from my perspective, mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting because, um, because I mean, I think a girl sh showed me the technique of how you do it. Okay. Um, and then, um, and then afterwards, the, um, and I thought it. I thought primarily it is a party trick, you know, yeah. so something yeah. that you can switch on, switch off. But then again, like more girls than not do it, like even without me using the hand, it's just, you know, because they have the tools to do that with their head, with their emotions or what, mm -hmm. however they do it, you know, and, and that's some, I mean, that's some new sexual technology, I would say, again, because just... it's like, it's nothing, nothing that I encountered in the 90s. Never. Right. Right. I think that I think that some women do it as a party trick and some women do it during sex to basically it's it's definitely a way to like make them the man come like really fast. <laughs> you know, I think women do it for that reason sometimes like, OK, sex is over. I've had what I want from this. You know, I'm done with like penetrative, like, you know, engagement. <laughs> like, let me just let me squirt and then he'll he'll get there too. And then we can be done. You know, I think it's like, sometimes it's almost like a faked orgasm, you know, because by itself, it doesn't, it doesn't actually feel that good. It, it feels like a release, but it doesn't feel, it's more like you're sometimes you're like showing the man like, yeah, this is how, Oh my God, this is how incredible you are. Like it's, this is so hot. You're just like making me just get there so fast. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, a woman never faked her orgasm with me. <laughs> never i <laughs> i never had that <laughs> not ever eh? no not not of once of course not, not. <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah but sure they um sh sure there is this hunger that they have and then they're using everything they got to um they got to make the man come basically yeah yeah true <laughs> right true and so what do you make of it you know in in terms of you know this kind of co-evolution of internet because like even if it's not pornography and it's zines it's still the internet right it's still digitalization yeah. and what do you make of this kind of co-evolution of of internet and sexual development uh, i mean i wish people would explore um I think that it can form a kind of like expectation that that is maybe like more alienating to to like your true sexuality than it is integrating of it, right? I think it's right. I think it's maybe not like if if it's just like you're adding something to your sexual vocabulary, that's great. But if it becomes a thing that you that like if it becomes part of like the script of like okay, so I'm a woman, I'm gonna engage with this man by you know like sucking his dick a little bit, getting my titties out, A, B, C, D, E. And then at the end, I'm going to squirt. And then that's the script. That's how I fuck. That's what we do. Right. right. I think that's bad. Yeah. Right. But in no, terms but of the co-evolution. Uh, yeah. What do I, I mean, I wish that we had better. I wish we had better sources of like this evolutionary like material, you know, I think right. porn is really bad and I, squirting itself is, is sort of like a neutral thing for me. Like it's interesting, physiologically interesting. Uh, I'm glad that, that w both women and men are aware of it, but is it like, I, again, it's like so performative that I, that I do think it's, it's obviously I think it's like natural. Of course, porn decided to make use of it because it's so performative. It's female ejaculation, right? Like it's like the the mo the money shot can now be women squirting, right? The money shot doesn't have to be right. like a load of cum on her face or whatever. It can be that pool of squirt on all over the kitchen floor, right? And the thing is, yeah. And the thing is, and the counter side to it is that women that are from whatever reason not yet able to do that it's like that's a stain on their white you know uh uh you know um how do you say that you know it's like um 
they, they want to do it, but they're really suffering when they can't not do they it. Can't. Yeah, well, yeah, they can. Yeah. And so they, they they put this pressure on them, you know, because yeah. like all my girlfriends, they can do it. I don't know how to do it. And expectation. And, 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 yeah. And it's more about, you know, the leveling of the playing field and that they and, and then, you know, it should be part of an heightened orgasm. You get what I I'm mean, saying? It's Yeah. Again, but you're like the should part, right? It was like, right. should it? Maybe. But I mean, I think so like I'll tell you what's been happening kind of in the more organic circles of like women talking about it there's yeah some women face a kind of like oh in inadequacy of like oh I can't I can't squirt or whatever but yes but if we're going to be super honest a lot of women can't orgasm with a lover a lot of women maybe like uh, I don't know when I've gotten really deep into conversation with a lot of heterosexual women especially younger women uh, it turns out that what they perceive as orgasm is that after about 20 minutes of sex, it stops feeling bad. Like there's like a oh. relief because they finally get wet. They finally like the body finally like kind of catches up, you know, like and that's and then they they're like, oh, that must be that must be orgasm. Right. Like it's really it's it's a sad state. Like there isn't um, I don't know. There's not a lot of good sex happening out there. I'm going to so why is that because bad experiences with men that don't know what they're doing or because the education system kind of fails them or the conversation with other women is kind of skewed because I mean there are these studies that you know that women have this tendency sometimes to uh, give bad information to other females <laughs> in order to um, wreck their lives you know so what? no it's like oh no yeah no 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 so it's like for example no. if they're like two two uh, women that are kind of equally looking and and then one is kind of saying oh no no um, you should cut your hair like really short and that will look great <gasps> no, on you no, no, although no. she knows uh, that 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 will not fit her face and so there's stu studies about that that the intra violence you know with horizontal women, aggression <laughs> yeah it's it's way it's, it's really high and so like women mm -hmm. like to um give this tilted wrong information to to women if if they are seen as competitors because it's like oh if it, if, if your competitor is bad and bad then i'm you know the logical choice for the man <laughs> it's like it's, i'm not making this up mm yeah i don't know i i don't know i don't know okay like i'm i'm certain you're describing something that i've seen in kind of popular culture right like in in uh movies and show tv shows and stuff like that but i haven't i haven't experienced that myself like i've, I've I mean, literally read, read read a study about that, yeah, like yeah, yeah, study. Study. Okay, yeah, so. yeah 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 okay okay social okay, science so research whatever all right okay so mm -hmm. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm sure it happens. I just think that the vast majority, I don't know if it would account for that much. Okay, so in your in your original question, what, what do we like, uh, where do we lay the blame for this phenomenon of like bad sex and performative squirting and whatever? I would say that it's, I, I think that it's like porn, porn adult sexuality. Like I do think that like porn sick men, like men who are addicted to porn, have certain expectations and then I think women watch porn like more for like research purposes than for actual erotic material to arouse themselves with and yeah. the, the two meet and then you get you get a really like shitty situation right like I've, I've lots of my girlfriends have said that men have pulled out their phones or even like a laptop to watch porn while sexually engaging with them Are, really come on that can't really be yeah for real for real beautiful women like beautiful beautiful women that are you know interested and in, like in in engaging for real and, and like you know I don't why? Know. I don't understand why. Why would they do that to arouse themselves? Because yeah, because they need dick, the porn. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, yeah, their dick can't get hard with a real woman. That's yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fucked up. So yeah, I do think that 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 kind of performative sexuality, like I think porn is so ubiquitous, right? Like the vast majority of traffic on the internet is porn, like by yeah. by many ex exponential factors, right? So yeah, I do think that they're they're watching they're watching these scenes and they're like not watching the contextual stuff, right? Like porn has become more like a syncopated like series of of money shots. There's no more like there, it isn't like you know. Okay, so I, I get what you're saying. So, but I have to I have to interject here because why if that would be true, why would let women let them do that to themselves? You know why 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 is that woman with that guy with the laptop saying no? What the fuck are you doing? 
So uh, why why do they why are they still confined to this kind of victim mentality instead of just saying so what are you doing get yeah, the fuck yeah, out yeah. of here so yeah. it's like um you know what i'm saying why do I, they of play course that I game? Do, yeah i think the more sophisticated a woman is like in in terms of like informed or or like you know mature emotionally psychologically the more likely she is to say like oh you're a fucking idiot like i'm leaving right like clearly right but but some young women just have normalized it to a certain extent honestly Like, you know, they, they've made that bargain. They'll they'll say like, well, you know, he's he's good in so many other respects. So he has to have porn on in the bedroom while we're while we're fucking. I guess I can I can live with that. Like it's it's this compromise, I think, that a lot of women are making. They think is necessary you, because they think yeah. it's universal. But you know the saying, no, how you do one thing, you do all of the things. <laughs> yeah. And so why why? Again, why would a woman, you know, an educated feminist woman, yeah, yeah why yeah. would she say, uh, why would she even describe it like this? You know, that it's porn and not herself that is responsible for the ways she she's dealing with sexuality. You know what I'm saying? No, no, you're going to have to explain no, that. No, because it's like, you know, if you say it's a bargain, you know, right. there's so there are men that yeah. are connected to or, uh, um, um, porn sick. <laughs> porn sick and, and on one side and then there are women that put up with that right that's right. one way of describing it that's mm -hmm. putting the woman in a kind of victim situation like a like as a receptacle as the <laughs> you know as the as the you know um, recipient of the actions of the man and because men are bad uh <laughs> women no it's like let's use that um, so women aren't able to develop a healthy sexuality. That's, no, that's, no, I... <laughs> you know, so I... And why, why, I mean, so why, why don't women, you know, talk about these things un with, with themselves? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, we why... do. Hmm? I, mean, I think it's, I think it's culture wang. I think that's why women have this like kind of, you know, the, the doctrine of lowered expectations, right? Like you can, you can take someone to really strange places if you just like slowly, slowly keep crossing their boundaries and lowering their expectations, right? So I do think that that's something that, that happens in some relationships and some heterosexual relationships that I've seen, but why do we, women do talk about it? And I mean, for like what's what's kind of come across my like you know through my social media is is like this uh being uh like streamed into like either your team squirt or your team cream <laughs> and both are both are great both are like equally valuable like ways of expressing your like sexual enjoyment right like so so the, the women that can squirt are now like oh yeah but i but i like i come really hard and i'm i get really like wet and it's not yeah it's not like a like a fire hose but fuck you guys like i do this other thing that's just as good you know right yeah i mean also i also i mean there are there is a trajectory of learning and there are learning plateaus also and how to i think we talked about this in another yeah. instance that you know you learn how to deal with your own bioenergy and with sexuality and i mean i'm i'm, I'm quite frank about this i mean uh, uh, i my sexual awakening came after a, a long relationship you know i was you know it's like when i when i fully understood the energetical kind of spectrum that i can access right. but i didn't knew that you know in in the, in the in the relationship before and so that was you know i was you get what i'm saying it's like you have only two or three octaves and they work pretty <laughs> yeah, well in yeah. a relationship and suddenly you think oh no there are actually eight on that piano Right and, right, right. and, 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 but that has something to do with plateaus and that has something to do with life experience and with age, I would yeah. presume. And so you can't really expect like a 22 year old boy who's just horny all the time, you know, literally horny all the time and somewhat needs, uh, uh, you know, pornography because no woman would put up with a constant hard on from a guy. It's like, so it's like, no, you can't expect somebody that young and that comfortable to have a, yeah, a full understanding yeah. of his bioenergy and his libido you know how, no, no, how the no. ebb and flow kind of works so mm. yeah but men men definitely uh, have a tendency to over promise and under deliver you know <laughs>
like well men will say anything to get you in bed right like i told you this weekend i was at a party and this young guy was telling me all about like he like he was kind of being boring and hitting on me and then he saw that it wasn't working and then he's like oh you know that you know i've been really into is yoni worship (laughs) and i'm like really like you're like you're 22 what do you what do you mean you're into yoni worship what do you know about it and he's like oh i'll show you (laughs) like all this stuff (laughs) <laughs> and i'm like you know listen <laughs> how about um no because i told him my age and then he was like oh can i get your email address then <laughs> <laughs> anyway so like there's on the balance of probabilities unlikely that he <laughs> that he actually knows about yoni worship or about how, how else would you about... get into the panties of a girl through uh, through lying that's that's the <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> I know. Right, right, right. <laughs> There's but, no proper way that you get in there when you're like 25 by honestly explaining who you are because there's nothing you have no personality when you're 25 and so you have to make shit up. <laughs> you just cycle through like these kind of like buzzwords until one hits right you're like okay so this isn't working on her okay let me go to oh yeah yoni worship that's this will work <laughs> exactly that's that's how it goes you know oh that's terrible and then what do you do once you have her like you know in an intimate situation you think she's just gonna let you fuck like just like oh you don't know turns out you know nothing cool let's continue like, no don't do that no, guys no 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 but i uh, mean i'm I, just joking a bit but you know there's no me certain, too me too but, but let me let me tell you a thing that i i uh definitely agree with like so yeah your sexual awakening i think that my experience has been that yeah i I want to know everything and I'm really interested in sex and having really good sex. So I've taught myself a lot of things. I've discussed a lot of things with my friends, but ultimately uh, these things have to be, you have to fuck around to find out. Right. Uh, as you famously said on the first show that we did together. And uh, so I think that it takes a kind of initiation with, with a, with an experienced lover. Like there's just no, there's no other way around it. Like you have to actually, be present with somebody who knows what they're doing and I do think that that's how like how we kind of uh evolve each other's like you know sexual vocabulary sexual range or whatever is by actually engaging like I can't tell you I'm I'm not I'm not like really uh, I haven't like engaged a lot with men but the few times that I have I've I've learned a lot about my own body (laughs) like to an extent that's was kind of troubling for me right as like a female supremacist as someone who's been in in feminism for a long time as someone who's really aware of my physiology that it was a man that had to show me certain things was like (laughs) what (laughs) you know (laughs) but you know a man who really who really loves a woman's body is yeah that's the right that's the right context in which to learn about yourself you know Right, of course, yeah, but because it's chemistry and uh, architecture and, you know, like the bodies that are kind of designed for each other. And so there are some experiments and, uh, uh, you know, experiences attached to it. Yeah, I mean, I I would love to say that you're wrong, (laughs) but I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all about, you know, sisters are doing it for themselves (laughs) and to each other. But, you know, and uh, which works as a practice up to a point. But then there's the other thing that is undeniable. As a macho, I I just think, oh, that's so cute. (laughs) You you do your thing, you know, and then you you will find out. You will find out. That's the macho voice in my head. You know, I have other voices, but this is my macho voice. Like, yeah, yeah, you do you and you will find out, you know. Wow. Uh, that's hot. <laughs> Why is toxic masculinity so hot? I want I want an answer. <laughs> oh, it's like it's because it's the equivalent of, you know, female supremacy, supremacy. And ah. it's like, of course, that's the architecture that still kind of clicks and works. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Not wrong. Um, so we were OK. So but. I was thinking where where we weird off because there was something that I still wanted to explore because 
Okay, so you do talk with women about all these kind of uh, yeah. different, right? Yeah, and what you described as like your um... ah now sorry 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 now I got it before I forget because we were already there we cut that out. So what I think is that sex in itself is you know still absolutely underappreciated. You know, because we all know it kind of belongs to a biological existence, you know, and to the, you know, survival of our species and whatnot. But mm -hmm. I mean, like, like I'm living in a, in, a, in a Catholic country. And so it's still it's still not integrated in the way that it should be, because I think, you know, the engagement and, the um, you know, the the um, learning curve that you can have when engaging with sexuality properly, that gives you so much insight about who you are what you do with your body how to engage with the world how to engage with somebody else how to engage with you it's like literally nothing else can give you these kinds of information like sport can't do that politics can't do that you know being a protester in the world can't do that there's only one way that you learn to have you know, to, to properly align yourself in the world. And that's so funny to me because, you know, um, you see when, when you listen to, to what's his name? Peterson talk, he talks a lot about aligning, but there's always a point where he's not knowing what he's talking about because he's mm -hmm. not a sexually developed, really developed person. And that's right. so interesting that, that it's still, you know, like, like humor, it's like sex and humor. It's still not, um, appreciated enough uh, in a way how we should engage with the world right because everyone thinks I mean everyone's doing it or thinks that they can and but like actually nobody's doing it right like you know everybody's kind of like discounting it as like a like a vulgar artifact of of some kind of like primitive state of, you know it's not it's not seen as like the high culture of any um, of any civilization those two things right it's it's very much like uh, devalued and you know, debased. So of course, of course, people are gonna think they know what it is until, you know, until someone shows them otherwise, or until they encounter some ideas later on that like make things click together. Yeah, I, I do think that that we we because like, you know, it's that whole thing of like, everybody's got an opinion, everybody's got an elbow, <laughs> like, if, if you can, if everyone can do it, then why would I invest in in learning about it? Right? Yeah, but I don't know if it's if it's uh, debased or I don't know what what word you use because I mean everybody loves sex basically everybody you know sex is yeah. everywhere in movies on posters everywhere it's like um, but there's something and I still no don't no know what no it's... no no you're wrong people don't love sex people love sexuality and like 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 sexiness and and like the sex in like as an abstraction sex as a as like a power differential sex as a commodity sex as a and a like attainment like you're you're getting pussy right like you're 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 like these these are not the the ways that you relate to to sex and you know that that like uh brings you integration like you were saying or that that like elevates your understanding of your bioenergy or that connects you to to something greater like not that's not yes, the way mm -hmm. to do it right that's that's the the performative aspect that gets that interferes with really really getting it really understanding it really integrating it right yeah. so not 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 only is there like a bait and switch right that's happening in society they're they're baiting you with like sex as a like like a horny fuckery that that can be bought and sold and and gotten like a commodity right that's what they're selling you and then that concept kind of conditions you grooms you and interferes with like the real the real thing like the real thing that you meet that that resists symbolization absolutely because it's yeah right right yeah. but wouldn't you say that most people enjoy sexuality uh when they're doing I mean, it when they're, I don't know, like, I think, yeah, yes, yes, on some level, right? Like, uh, like, sure, I don't know, to me, there's like this masturbatory aspect sometimes to, to sex, like some people's sexuality is basically, I can tell that you're just like masturbating with that woman's body, like you're just basically using her, you know, like a cum sock, there's just no, right. there's no connection to this other person, right? Right. So does that feel good? Yeah, but in a way that isn't, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It's not, it's not it. It's not it. And the more you engage w 
with sex and your sexuality at that level, the farther away you are from really getting it, from from really understanding it, from really integrating it, from really being present, like in your in your full glory with that other person to, to, yeah. be able to draw them out in a similar way. Right? I mean, I do understand. Sorry, but I do understand that society as a whole has to control sexuality i mean this age-long argument that you know that the powers of sexuality are sometimes so disruptive that no society can withstand that if you if it's unchecked and un unbalanced in a kind of way and I, I do understand that but on the other side you know i think our society would benefit if it if it isn't if it's valued in a different way you know if it's some if there would be some um you know aspect of learning curves and you know discovery and and all that stuff that we were talking about because still i think it it helps you more to become a proper human being the better you know you you can engage with that and and i mean you were mentioning you know it's like beyond uh the the em emphatic engagement with the other and my own bioenergy there's still you know the spiritual aspect of it that can happen uh, if you do it properly or if you meet somebody who is roughly at the same learning curve at the same stage and, and you are able to open, do the stance that somebody else, that something else opens up, you know, so that it becomes a spiritual or even religious experience. But, you know, that's that's not part of the uh, curriculum of our society, basically. That's, you know, um, and that's, you know, that's, you know, that's kind of weird that it isn't. You know, that there is not a space. Um, I mean, there is probably a space and, you know, tantric communities, but these are still kind of on the margins of society still, you know, yeah, the proper ones. Yeah. I'm not talking about, you know, Ibiza, Tantra <laughs> seminars or whatever. I mean, you know, the, the real stuff, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I and agree. You... But I think that it can't, it can't be bought and sold. That's why it's not being propagated through, you know, whatever the dominant culture right now it can't, it's not, it's not commodifiable it can't be packaged it can't be you know it can't be bought and sold that's why that's why it's not it's not interesting right why would it be why would why would you know this like you know super capitalistic society want you to have that access you know unmediated right. by by any item like they'll sell you a sex toy they'll sell you lube they'll sell you all kinds of stuff like for the mechanical act itself but of course they can't sell you that you know that aspect like no nobody can yeah right That's yeah and then there's yeah and then there's the fact that you know at least from my own experiences and from what i've observed in the world is that you know a neurosis and trauma always come in the way of sexuality first and so you i mean you're like starting to engage with sexuality roughly between 16 and 18 and that's around the time when you know the traumas and the the neurosis first really come into play because before you are a child and you're just in a hypnotic state where you just take in all the information and then suddenly the libido comes through and at the same time oh no then there's the other thing the trauma the neurosis that's kind of completely inhibiting you know like a like a healthy way to engage and so um you, i mean you did an interview with with uh with uh with with a sex worker i did a, an interview with uh with a sex worker like years ago who wrote a book about this and it was like yeah it's like mostly it's about trauma it's about people before the 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 most of the clients she was like as an also like a high class escort was kind of receiving were like people that wanted to talk about their traumas and their neurosis and so she was basically a therapist and that yeah. was very interesting and so okay so how do you deal with neurosis because like if you need a laptop if you don't get a hard on or if you don't get wet or you don't know what an orgasm is it's like that's just neurosis just standing in front of you it's like no 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 that's uh you have to deal with me first yeah right right i totally agree otherwise you're just like smashing two pathologies into each other basically right like you're right. just interacting out of a place that that really you i, I think is uh, detrimental is damaging you know like uh, energetically spiritually right yeah yeah so what, what so what's your take on this like what's your approach like like 
do do sh shadow work and therapy before or just crush crush the neurosis <laughs> through through great sex so what's what's your what's your approach uh, what's my approach i mean <laughs> obviously i think that there's a place for like i because i'm a like a systematic person right i think that yeah. that you i think everyone has their own kind of like modalities for dealing with themselves and um of course like for me psychedelics play a part in that and and uh like a very uh a very active and interested and engaged like community of women that that want to talk about it and like we will share like not not like you know like you said but like bad advice like we'll we'll actually share like you know oh these are my notes from like this encounter like this is what i found about myself and about whatever like no it it's it's more engagement it's not less engagement like it's not retreating into you know, your, your closet with your laptop and just like going back to pornography, like if it doesn't work, try and try again. And like, you know, give yourself a some time to, to like, to heal from just being like constantly jabbed in the lizard brain by porn scenes. Right. So like, you know, take, have like a cleanse, basically give yourself like an energy yeah. cleanse from all of the things that you've been basically using like a crutch or like a pacifier you know like stop yeah. stop it <laughs> take those things away come to your center and then find a way to re-engage and i'm sure i'm sure things will come to you like ultimately i think that yearning is is so powerful like you said once the universe bends towards desire and i i agree not just for another but for a like a more a more developed more uh, like active more capable self too like the universe will oblige if that's what you're seeking oh yeah that's true who said that i said that i can't believe that I yeah said that. oh my yeah. goodness yeah see how wise you are you have no idea <laughs> i never heard these words before you know it's like you you um, probably you yeah no but i get it so i actually tried to have sex on on psychedelics once Oh that yeah, I don't know about that. that. No, that, that, that didn't work at all. It was like, and and what's what's this? What do you do? What do you do with this? What do you do with that? When you're like taking LSD and you're like deconstructing everything, and it's just yeah. you, you lose the name and you lose the function, and it's like, and that's just a weird form that's you know in front of your face, and then it's like, okay, so what is that? What what do I have to do with that one? <laughs> And then, yeah. and then and then then you have this epiphany after 20 seconds of wrestling with this existential question what that thing is and then you you, you get it and then you have the next rush of lsd flushing your you know going through your system and you're like oh shit again what is this where <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i wouldn't i wouldn't drop acid and uh, and try to engage sexually with anyone including myself like <laughs> the last time i dropped acid i was talking to some elves and my friends like um she has like a really like uh, expensive persian carpet and like yeah. you know it's hand knotted and so i was convinced those were like actual little beings <laughs> Oh, no, really? <laughs> and I was like petting them and talking to them for like hours. <laughs> I don't know. So no, no, but but a bit of MDMA and psilocybin. That's a good combination. Yeah, MDMA. I have good experiences with those. Mm. Plus plus shrooms, like MDMA by itself. I, I, I like... never did that. I never did mm. that, you know, in a combination. Okay, so what's what's the difference? What does it do? Well, the MDMA, like, obviously has uh, has the effect of... Um, making you <laughs> squirt out a lot of your <laughs> uh, um, a lot of those happy chemicals right there various right. ones and uh and the psilocybin like the mushrooms provide sort of like the psychedelic backdrop for some kind of um like heightened experience like you okay. know, uh, aesthetically and and like sort of psycho spiritually but so, microdosing, so. or you do you do it noticeably so that you know, okay, that's uh... yeah, no, a real dose. <laughs> All right, okay, mm. yeah, like more. I mean, not not like seven grams, let's say, but like a, a one or two, probably, like you know, in a in a nice yeah. tea, so that mm. it doesn't, yeah, yeah. Because if you're tripping out on the the disgusting uh, like texture of mushrooms, that's also not great. <laughs> like you know, mm. it has I to just all be. This... You have to be ready for a kind of uh, somatic experience that's pleasurable, you know. So I think that you yeah. have to set. You obviously have to set this the scene as well. Mm. I just had the weirdest thought, you mm. know, that 
uh, it's completely off topic, but not really. So imagine that society and and, and, a, and a heteronormative society of you know can't really escape their way of talking and engaging with sex, you know. So because it's like that, it's like their reality tunnel, you know what Robert Anton Wilson calls their reality tunnel. You know, you can't you 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 can't see that it's a tunnel because that's all everybody is talking about and you don't see the boundaries and and that's fucked up so uh, the way how heteros till the 90s for the last 2000 years were talking about sexuality you know so it's it's really you you, you get what i'm you, you see what I i'm do. getting yeah at. yeah no that's a so, good insight so, so Solid, what does yeah. a, what what does a society do that wants to instigate a conversation about the rules and the techniques of of sexuality who can talk about this right and so then there is sexual artistry that are avant-garde let's call them trans people right so because what trans people do and and queer people in general <laughs> they start the conversation about sexuality and how to engage something that the that the heteronormative guys never really could in the way that it's like, oh, maybe we should try, maybe we should do this, maybe we should have honest conversations about this. I mean, I'm I'm trying to, I know, I'm and I'm triggering you, and I'm doing this on purpose, <laughs> but but also I'm trying. What I'm trying to do is like to have like a macro view. So because like what happened with queer people that they instigate a conversation about sex that we didn't had before, and I'm not talking about genders or stuff but the way of okay so how do we engage with sexuality like what does it mean all these kinds of things that were like 2000 years in the gutter of the christian gutter you know so maybe maybe that's a benefit of the queer culture that we start to to talk about these things in a different way and i really want you to to squirt and to really lay it on me now <laughs> <laughs> Um, you you haven't met my uh, my criteria like, <laughs> <laughs> to get me there. Right. <laughs> You're hoping to just like jab my uh, my G spot with that tranny talk, and then I'll just oh, squirt. No no no. no, 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 no. But no, I'm serious. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm trying get into the 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 situation where I'm pushed into a niche you know and try to take a positive stance which i'm i'm very i'm very critical of the phenomenon right but for the sake of argument you know it's like what do you do if a society for 2000 years can't have a proper conversation about sexuality what do you do what does a society do that wants to grow <laughs> like you know mm. that's the question that's the question oh fuck I mean, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> what I can I say? I made you speechless. I made you speechless. <laughs> I'm trying to return the favor, but it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Go hard and deep, baby. <laughs> laid on me mm. oh, i think that all we can do I, I think it's a mistake to think that we can change the culture do you know what i mean i think that all of this all of this talk about like uh shamanoid moving between worlds between spaces uh, tr uh trans people uh mediating sexual experiences between male and female and energies and feminine and masculine and blah, blah blah i think that's all such a hard cope i don't think that any of that matters a fucking bit i think that's so marginal and so i think that's like people who've been externalized and marginalized from like regular society are telling themselves a beautiful story about why that is and why that makes them special like absolutely which, which is like okay cool do it like i love it i love a good story but there isn't a way to change the culture especially not from the margins all you can do is observe from the margins and i mean yeah yeah you can make your own rituals but the only the only people that that will affect is yourself and maybe maybe the time you circled like immediately around you so i think the only thing that we what about we yourself can do yeah yeah this is where i'm getting to is just like exist as as yourself like move through the world 
as a as a squirty female supremacist (laughs) (laughs) and then like just anyone that encounters that i think there'll be maybe a potential shift right like a bit of a a, like a a view outside of that tunnel of like oh like that's possible like for women i think that that's been in my experience kind of transformative like the less i try to convince them that they should that they should be more not less you know the, the more like if I'm talking to them about that, they they just shut off. But if I'm just if I'm just fully fully existing as myself, emanating like the the purest, most authentic me, that's actually interestingly the most transformative thing in the communities that I've moved through. But isn't that a new thing? What do you historically mean? speaking? How? Because like no woman in 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 the 15th or 17th. Oh or 18th well, I mean they used to burn us as witches, I guess, but. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Not all of them. <laughs> do, do you know how many witches were burned? No, because I... <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> You're having, your, you're having your breakfast. That's not so bad. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like eating a very juicy uh, peach. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's a little overripe <laughs> but it's nice <laughs> uh, i don't know no i don't like i mean i don't over engage with the with like the witch thing or witch burnings because i don't again like you said i don't want to be part of that victim narrative so the more i concretize it with like facts and statistics and this many w- women were burned or whatever the more i'm gonna be like oh <clears throat> like maybe i take on part of that that victimhood mentality about it you know so I actually don't know. I don't know how many witches. What I mean, are. what I mean is, and to come mm-hmm. back to squirting, you know, so <laughs> because there's a thing. You're a man on you a know, mission. That, no, you know that that it's uh, that is a thing of trust, you know, in in yourself, you know that, and I think you know we 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 touched a little bit on that uh, in the beginning. So what I know, and you have to correct me if I'm wrong. So that I know that, you know, when a woman is secure, when she goes to the bathroom before and she know uh, that she can rely on her body and that it's not, not going to be urine or piss or whatever. And then, you know, that she can have the experience. But if she doesn't have the self-confidence, then it, then it will never happen. And the question of why, you know, why don't I squirt that? lays an extra burden on the self-confidence yeah. and so it's 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 a it's a weird thing but yeah that very uh self-confidence is historically speaking relatively new that a woman can be so so self-autonomous and self-confident that it doesn't she doesn't care like who, which man says what what woman says does does what you know and so that's a kind of new thing and I think I some think women so. still, I still, women still struggle with that. No, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, no, I wouldn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Women uh, struggle. Shit, I nearly got you there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very slippery when wet. <laughs> you can't catch me. <laughs> um, so I don't think it's. It was I don't cute. Know you were saying yes, and then you say no. You're saying like you were you're doing this with your head, and they was like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 you. I'm not, I'm not robbing you of your personality, so don't, don't, be, don't be afraid. No, I don't agree with you. I think it's right. a mistake to assume that women were never this, um, like interested in sex or sexuality or pleasure. Like there are certainly, like, if you look at some early texts, like for example, uh, one thousand and one nights, like the Arabian Nights uh, thing. The that's from like a much older story about Shahrazad, who told the emperor, you know, a story every night, and many of them were highly erotic, right? And if we look at right the Kama Sutra, there's been a lot of knowledge throughout, you know, the, this, you know, millennia about female pleasure and capability and like interest in sex and sexuality and, you know, orgasmic enjoyment um, of, you know, their male partners and themselves. Yeah, but the Indians and... had a caste system where the woman was not on top. <laughs> right. Why so? would you call you, why would you be a feminist if you wouldn't presume that there were like different times in history where the woman's status was not as high as it is today. Oh, because I think there are different markers of status, right? Like what? 
it's not actually it's not a question there are different markers of status <laughs> and being <laughs> being uh, thought to be uh like being uh sort of like instrumentalized as a citizen who pays taxes and like has certain rights and whatever is not actually a mark of status right it's it's not uh that's not actually that's not the for me the ultimate feminist goal isn't equality it's supremacy it's superiority which is like our, our natural place and i think many times regardless of what like the background like kind of cultural like men telling themselves stories about what caste they're in or like oh you're a maharaj and so that's uh, and then we're the spiritual caste and then we're up here that's all like that's all masculine like male hierarchical bullshit but in the background I mean, the vast majority of men have always come home and done whatever the fuck their wife wants them to. You know, men seem to understand, you know, that that there's a central, like that they're that they're kind of like universe revolves around the sun, which is the woman in their life. Well, that's a that's a that's a, well, that's a wrong, you know, symbolism because uh, because everybody knows that man is the sun and woman is the moon. No, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. No, that's another male conspiracy <laughs> trying to tie us to the moon. It's not so a we're conspiracy. Just so we're every, just reflecting the light it. of a man's huh? like. So we're just reflecting the light of a. That's of the, the myth. Like, masculine. I'm not sun. saying that it is like this, but that's the myth, isn't it? I mean, I think we've always just allowed men to tell their silly stories. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you, go ahead. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, but still, still, you're you're <laughs> having you're taking in a place where you can say that without the fear of being punished. Oh, maybe I want to be punished. Maybe you will. 